On the Mishnah on Dav Kuf Aleph Amid Aleph. So the Mishnah here today is going to discuss halachas that are related to Baina. We were talking about Chatseris uh, and things. So it discusses Indian and Baina also been a to doorways opening up into a Chatser uh, in the back of the house. Talk to Mishnah. Hadeles Shebe a doorway from your house that goes out to a backyard. That's what a muktzeh is. A muktzeh, Rashi says, a yard, a backyard, that is made for, muktzeh means it's designated for storage. Sorry, or you have these bundles of thorns that's used to close off an opening of a courtyard as well. Or a mat, so the, the point with all of these examples is that they're not hung and, and they're connected to a uh, wall or to the, a doorpost like regular doors. A regular door has hinges and it opens and swings open and closed. Here you're talking about a uh, door that has no hinges and could even be it's not connected Bakhlal. It's just like this board. Rashi says it's like a board that you lift up the board to close it. And then how do you open the door? You just throw the board down on the floor. Or you just drag it to the side and move it to the side. And the same thing, you have this bundle or this uh, uh, mat. You, you put it as a closure and then you have to drag it away to open it up. So, you're not allowed to close it uh, on Shabbos. Unless if it's attached, if it's attached somehow to the, uh, with, a, with some kind of rope, if it's attached to the wall, it's attached to the house or it's attached to the wall that's by the chotzer. So if it's raised up from the ground a little bit, so then you're allowed to attach it to the uh, wall and close it up on Shabbos. What's the reason for this? So Rashi says, if you look at the end of Rashi, because it looks like baina. A regular door that's not dragging on the ground and it has hinges or it's, it's connected. So then it, it opens and closes. You're not building anything. It's there. It's attached to the, to the wall. It's attached to the doorpost. But over here, this is dragging on the floor. And you, you have to pick it up and close it up. So it's not part of the building. And therefore, it looks like when you're putting it up that you're creating a closure. You're creating a, a wall, a hemshech to the wall and closing it up. So therefore, you're not allowed to do this on Shabbos. So what did it say in the Mishnah? What's the main thing that uh, is necessary for you to allow to uh, close this kind of a door? It has to be gvoyim in oretz. It can't be something that's dragging on the ground. So the Gemara brings a Braisa, the contradiction to this, Veraminu. In Abraisa we learn, Delas anigredes, a doorway that's dragging on the floor, Machtseles anigredes, or you have a mat that you also use to close up, and it's dragging on the floor, Kankan hanigrar, or some other kind of Kankan, which is a handle, uh, of a, uh, of a what? A plow handle, yeah, some kind of a handle that's also used to close up and it's, it, it drags on the floor. If it's tied with a rope to the wall, to the wall of the house, to the doorpost, even though it's dragging on the floor, it's tied, but uh, it's, it's tluyen, it's a little bit suspended, but it's still dragging on the floor. You're allowed to close it on Shabbos. Because as long as it's attached with a rope, that's good enough that it's part of the structure. And it doesn't look like you're adding a new closure to the structure. Needless to say, as well, you're allowed to do this. So what did it say here in this Braisa? That even if it's dragging on the floor, it's okay. As long as it's tied with a rope, 
In the Mishnah it said that it has to be gvoyim in aretz, it has to be lifted off the ground. Amar Abaye says Abaye, the Brai says a different case. The Brai is talking about a case that it has a tzir, it has a hinge or has something that, uh, how do they touch it? A pivot. It has a pivot that connects it to the, um, door, uh, to, to the doorway where it is, and therefore it's not like just a board that you're adding there. Rava says, even if it had a pivot, even if it doesn't now have a pivot, the fact that it had one is enough that people see that this is designed to be there and it's not like some board that you're putting up and creating a closure on Shabbos. As long as it had one, people see that it's not like a regular baina. Like I said before, Rashi says that the issue of here is that it's mechzi kebaina. So if it had a tzir, that's good enough that it doesn't look like baina. It looks like that it's already there from before and it's a chalik of the uh, structure of the house. Meisvei, not another bride said, clearly says, not like this, delis anegredes. A wall that's dragging on the floor. Umachzelis anegredes. A mat that's dragging, this handle that's dragging, if it's attached with a rope to the doorpost, or and it also, so Smashmir says that in addition to that, it also has to be raised above the floor, even a drop, so then you could put a, um, you, you can close it up with this on Shabbos, but if not, if not, you can't close up with it on Shabbos. So over here it clearly says that, that if it's um, nigreres, adeles, which is nigreres, if it's kshurim, if it's has only if it's gvoyim in aretz, then you're allowed to close up with it. Otherwise you can't. Abaye metaretz letaimei, verov metaretz letaimei. Abaye explains his vrais according to his opinion, and Rav explains it according to his opinion. Abaye metaretz letaimei, oi sheyesh leansir. It said in this vrais, that, uh, that uh, when it says over here, Yeshla and Seer, it means or it had a Seer, not that it has Oishi Yeshla and Seer, Oishi Gvoyin Minoretz, or it's raised off the ground. And Rabbi Metaretz Latimei, and Rabbi says, Kishahoya Lehen Seer, that it had a Seer, not that it has now, but it's enough even if it had a pivot, Oishi Gvoyin Minoretz, or it's raised off the ground. So it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to have both, it's either or. We learned in Abraham, branches of uh, thorns that are used also to, to, to close up the uh, entrance of a chotzer. Chavilin, or uh, bundles of wood that are used to close up an opening in a chotzer. He prepared it to close up this breach in a chotzer. If, if you attach it with a rope to the wall of the chotzer, then Noel and Ben Bishabbos. You can use it to close up in Shabbos. But if it's not attached, you can't. And Lechayr, it also has to be raised off the ground, like we said before, because if it's not raised off the ground and it does not have a tzir either, it doesn't have any pivot. We're talking over here just a bundle of wood or a bundle of thorns, so it's, you're not going to be allowed to close it up in Shabbos. Tani Rabchiel said, Deles Almana, a wall which is a Almana. Gemara will explain in a second what that means. Hanigredes, it's not, uh, it's not uh, fixed properly into the doorpost. It's dragging on the ground. Ain Noyelimba, you're not allowed to close it up on Shabbos. Specifically, it's any door. Chori Abatim, Rashi says in the beginning of the Amid over here that the Gemara just says that because that's the derech. Usually, a front door of a house is fixed to the door properly. It's not dragging on the floor. The back door is not used so often. 
So that's the derech that it, uh, they made this door that's not properly fixed, but uh, doesn't it stam a mushal? So this Dela Salmana, which is dragging on the ground, ain't noilumba. You can't uh, close it on Shabbos. It looks like Baina. Hechidami Dela Salmana. What's this Dela Salmana? Ikid Amri the Chat Shifa. Some say that it's a door that's made as one big board. And that's not the way the doors were made then. Then they had a, a door. It was divided, the, the door, into two boards to be able to swing it properly open and close. It was made in two boards. And this is a door that's made in one big board. So therefore, it's not a regular door. And therefore, you can't open and close it in Shabbos. Sorry, the Lesle Gashma. It does not have the, the door sill that the door usually has in the bottom to close it up. So it's not like a regular door, so you can't close it up in Shabbos. And Tasis over here says, this Delis Almana is even speaking about a door that has a pivot or a hinge, even, even that kind of, but if it's not made two boards, or it's not made with the proper briach, with the proper door sill, you can't close it up in Shabbos. It's like your, uh, it looks like baina. As long as it's a door that's not made like a regular door, and you're adding it to the structure, it looks like baina, you're not allowed to do this in Shabbos. That's the story with this Delas Almona. I'm not sure what's the expression of Almona. I didn't see a husband why it's called Almona. Almona means, I mean, it, it basically means an irregular door. It's not built the way doors were regularly built then. Yeah. What's the lotion? Aha. Okay, it's not properly prepared. Okay. Omer Rav said, since we're talking about Baina, the Gemara brings another subject, Benigayat to Baina. Not Mamish directly related, but another thing about Baina. Hai medurta. When you're creating wood, you're, putting, you're making this structure of wood to make fire in it. So how do you usually make a structure for wood for fire? So you first create walls of, of the wood, and then you put on top of it a surface on top of these walls. Create a little, and then you can cook on it. So this medurta, the way you usually make it is, you make the bottom, the base, and then you put on top of it a surface. But if you do that on Shabbos, or on Yontif, we're probably talking about it here, yeah, on Yontif. So then you're doing it in the uh, regular derech of the way you're baina, you're creating this little structure, you're not allowed to. So therefore, the only way to do it is, if you're first putting the top, you're creating the top first, then you hold it in the air, and then you, you, you create the surface, you prepare this surface, and you hold it in your hands, and then you have to stick in from below, you have to stick in the uh, pieces of wood that are going to hold it up. That's allowed, because it's not in the regular derech. But if you're first creating the base, and then on top of that you're putting the, the, uh, a surface on top of it, that's the regular way you build this uh, structure for the fire, Osir. That's not allowed. V'chein, Be'yese, similar is also when you have eggs, that you're creating a pile of eggs, a surface with a, uh, with a pile of eggs that you're cooking. So you create the structure on the bottom, and then on top of it you put this, this, this pile of eggs, and it creates this uh, little structure. So you also have to do it this way. You first have to hold the eggs up in a, on, a, on a, whatever it is, on a tray or in the air, and then you have to put the woods beneath it, below, not, not in the regular seder. This is on Yantiv. Yeah, all on Yantiv. Yerashi says clearly Yantiv. Yeah. Kidra, the same thing also regarding putting a pot. So you're uh, placing a pot uh, on top of, uh, uh, on top of uh, barrels that are going to be positioned there to be able to cook. As Rashi Avir says, um, yeah, you're in a position between barrels. So you have to first put the pot in the midair. You hold the pot and then you put beneath it barrels that are going to hold it up. The same thing also with a collapsible bed. 
that you're going to put back together. So you have the side boards of the bed and then you have the mattress or whatever sheet you put on the top. So usually you first put up the boards and then you put the, the top of the bed up. But over here you have to do it in the opposite. You first have to hold up the top of the bed and then you put in the boards. The same thing is also when if you're uh, creating a, a seder in your storage with barrels. So the, usually the storage, you have the barrels on the bottom, then you put on the top. So it's almost like building. And you, you, you lean one barrel on the top of two barrels on the bottom. So you have to do it in a way that you hold one barrel up in the air and then you stick the barrels below beneath it. You have to do it in the opposite seder, the way you usually do it, so it shouldn't look like baina. So even children playing maybe with those the um, cups, the way they... Oh, yeah, that's like, my, I'm not enough, that's Shaykh to Baina. That's a Shaila B'chlav. When you get to Lagos and all these things, when it's made, to break right afterwards, it's not Asr B'chlav. Amaleahu mine, Rabbi Yeshua ben Chananya. There's a min, Pikaitis, that said, Rabbi Yeshua ben Chananya. Chatka. You're a chatka. You're uh, like thorns. Chsiv B'chu, because it says regarding you, Toivam, the good ones amongst you, kechedek, like th- are like thorns. Because the Mishnah brought up before Chadokim, thorns, so the Gemara brings up this Indian there. So it says in the Pasuk, you're like thorns. Amalei, so Rabbi Shua told him, Ishatya, you're a fool. Shvil l'seifi dekrah. Look at what it says in the end of the Pasuk. Tichsiv, it says afterwards in the Pasuk, Yashar mimesucha. That the straight ones are better than mesucha. Mesucha is, are, are these uh, bundles of thorns like we had in the Mishnah. Bundles of thorns that are created to make a closure in a courtyard to protect, to close off. That in a place where there's a breach, that nobody should come in. So when the Pasuk here is saying that we're compared to thorns, it doesn't mean it in the negative. It means it in the positive, that there are protection. Velamai toivam kechedek. What's the pshat when it says here, the good ones amongst you are like thorns. Just like these thorns are our protection by a breach, so too the good ones amongst Yidin, the, the Tzadikim, they protect us, they shield us like these thorns that close up these breaches. Yeah, he answered him? No, 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 this is what Rabbi Shua answered him. Look at the safe of the Pasuk. He's telling him that it's a positive thing. The comparison to thorns is a positive thing. Dovar Acher, another pshat, Toivam Kechedek, what's the pshat that the, the good ones amongst you are like thorns? So you have to replace the chof, the ches that is, sorry, with a hey. Shemahatkin is a reshoim ligehenim, that they crush the reshoim to go into gehenim. Shenema, another pasuk where it says, Kumi vadoishi vasiyoin ki karnech osim barzel uparsisayach osim nechusha. The conclusion of that pasuk is Vahadikaisa Amim Rabim Vegaimer. So Vahadikaisa means and you crush all of the nations, all of the Gaim, the Rishayim, that they should go into Gehenim. So over here also, the thorns, it means that the Tzadikim, with their, as thorns, they crush those that are bothering them, the Rishayim, that they should go into Gehenim. So either the thorns are a protection, or the thorns are to crush those that are Rishayim. A person should not stand in the Rishus HaYochid and stick out his hands to a door that's in the Rishus HaRabim and open up, use a key to open up the door in the Rishus HaRabim. Or, he's standing in the Rishus HaRabim and stick his hands into a Rishus HaYochid and open up a lock in the Rishus HaYochid. 
In the second case that we just said over here, that he's standing in the Rosh Hashanah, so if, you have a, uh, if you're creating a closure, a mechitza of ten tvachim there in that space where you're standing in the Rosh Hashanah, so it now becomes the Rosh Hashanah, so then you could stick your hands into the Rosh Hashanah and open up the lock. This is Rab Meir's opinion. What's Rab Meir's, uh, the basis of Rab Meir saying here? Rab Meir is concerned that if you're standing in one Rishos and you stick your hands into another Rishos, what could happen? That key that you're using, you might forget and bring it into where you're standing. Okay, we had this before. The Gemara said that Rab Meir is arguing on the Rabbanon. The Mishnah that we had before on Daf Tzadik Ches probably. Yeah, Daf Tzadik Ches. Over there it said that a person could stand in one Rishos and do something in another Rishos. Rab Meir argues. Rab Meir says, no, we're concerned that you'll bring it into the Rishos that you're standing in. There was a story in the marketplace of the patomim, of those that uh, butchers, that they sell uh, fattened uh, chickens. There was in Yerushalayim. They would close the marketplace. They would close the store. And they would put the, the key on the window that was on top of the doorway. In other words, they would, they would go out of the storeway, they would go out of the store that is, they would stand in the Rishus Rabim, and that they would lock it, they would stick their hands into the Rishus HaYachid and lock it, and leave the key, leave the key there somewhere in a, in, a, in, a, in a window on top of the door. So you see that they would be allowed to do this, stand in the Rishus Rabim and lock it while they're sticking their hands into the Rishus HaYachid. Rabbi Yaisi says, Shuk Shal Tzamarim Haya. It was a shuk that they would sell wool, not uh, patomim. What's the, what's the difference? It's, uh, it's not, 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 not clear. If it's patomim or tzamorim, it looks like patomim is something that uh, may have been more commonly needed. The food that was needed on Shabbos or Yom Tev. Obviously, this is talking about a case where they're opening the store on Shabbos or Yom Tev in a way that it's mutter to, to give out the, uh, the meat that's needed to eat in Shabbos and Yom Tev. Shuk shal tzamorim, tzamer, is not something that's needed as much in Shabbos and Yom Tev, and still they would do this. How they, how they it had to be in a case where you're allowed to carry it yeah, with a native, obviously. So then what's, then what's the shadow of the, huh? the, the key? So then if, they're, if they're allowed to carry over there, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I hear what you're asking. The Gemara is going to discuss a similar shadow. Okay, and we'll see in a second. Carmelis, let's see. Okay, so they had a raya against Rav Meir's shit. The Gemara is going to start off with this uh, in Yenover. But Rabbanon, now the question is, Rabbanon are bringing a raya from this story. How are they bringing a raya from this? Oh, but Rav Meir is saying that you're not allowed to stand in a Rishus Rabbim and stick your hands into a Rishus Yachet to lock a door. Inu and he's bringing a story from Yerushalayim, and Yerushalayim, the, the, the streets in Yerushalayim, had a halacha of a Carmelis. Why did they have a halacha of a Carmelis? If the doors of Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim is surrounded by a wall, and if the doors of this wall are not closed at night, then the streets of Yerushalayim are Rishos They're wide enough, there's enough people there, it would be Rishos But since it has walls and the doors are closed at night, it's not a... Uh, it's not a... Uh, uh, it's a Carmelis. So, Bichlal, he's standing in a Carmelis and he's sticking his hands into a Rishos Abmei was talking about a person that's standing in a Rishos sticking his hands into a Rishos What's the Raya? Rav Pope, Rav Pope says, no, Kan Kaidim This thing that Rabbi Rabbi Barbachon said in the name of Rabbi Yechenen, that Yerushalayim is a Carmelis, that 
was before there was breaches, big breaches in the wall, ten amas wide, more than ten amas wide. So it had, it was closed. It was just like it has only Allah like a caramelous. After there was already breaches in the walls of Yerushalayim, so now Yerushalayim had a regular halacha like a Shusarabim. And that's what the Raya was brought against Rav Meir. Rava Rav disagrees. Rava says, no, Yerushalayim is taka a caramelous. It does, it has walls, has doors, and it's closed at night, and it has a halacha of Rishusayachid. And I saw some of Farshim say that um, Rava didn't want to accept the answer of Rav Pope because we're talking over here in this man of these Tanoim, Rav Meir, and the Rabbonon, and they were still Bizman Shabbis and Kayam. And we don't find that there was breaches in the wall at that time period in history. There was breaches maybe in the time of the Yivonim when they came to Yerushalayim, and then, but then they, they fixed the breaches in the wall. But then, then afterwards, not until the Chorb Mabayis were the breaches in the wall again. So it's not clear how you can give such an answer that he was bringing a Maraya from a story that happened in Yerushalayim before the time of Rab Meir. When was there a breach in the wall in that time period? So it's, it's, you have to know exactly when in history this happened. So Rav Papa says there was no breaches in the wall. Rava that is. Rava says there were no breaches in the wall. Seife Oson L'Share The Seife of the Mishnah, where Rabbanan are bringing a raya against Rav Meir, because Rav Meir held that even when you have an opening for a Gino, an opening for a garden, he also held that it's Asa to stick your hands in from a Rosh Rabbim to open up the door of a garden. Now what's the story with a garden? What status does a garden have? A garden does not have the status of a regular Rosh People don't live there. It's like a karf if Yosem Yves Tosayim has the dinner of a Carmelis. So Rav Meir Be'emis held that even in a place which is a Carmelis, you're not allowed to stick your hands from a Rosh Hashanah into a Carmelis. And this is how you have to read the Mishnah. According to some Rishonim, this is like when the Gemara says, Chsuri There's something missing here in the Mishnah, and you have to add the following in the Mishnah. V'chein, just like it said in the Mishnah, that you shouldn't stand in Rosh Hashanah and stick your hands into a Rosh Hashanah. the same thing is also Layamad Rosh Hashanah. Don't stand in Rosh Hashanah and stick your hands into a Carmelis to open up the door. Or standing in a Carmelis and, take, and stick your hands into and take the key to open up the Rosh Hashanah. Unless you have a wall that's ten tvachim around you, so then you could stick your hands in from where you are into a Rosh because you have that mechitza gevoya sarat tvachim. So some of Farshim say that you don't have to say chesuri mechsir in the Mishnah because it's said in the Mishnah elam kain asa mechitza gevoya sarat tvachim. So it already said in the Mishnah that the only way you could stick your hands into a Rosh to take the key is if you're also standing in a Rosh If you make a mechitza ten tvachim. If you're allowed to stick your hands in from a place which is a Carmelis in Torah Shusayachid, you wouldn't need a Mechitza of 10 Tvachim. Since it said in the Mishnah this thing of Mechitza Gevoya Sarat Tvachim, so I see that Meir holds not only from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah, or Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah, is it a problem to stick your hands in to open with a key, even from a Carmelis it's a problem. And Amrullah, on that the Rabbanon said, the story with the marketplace in Yerushalayim, they would close it, and they would place the key on top of a window, on top of the doorway. The Rai was from a Carmelist, because the opinion of Rav Meir, the, the, the Isser of Rav Meir, the Gzeira of Rav Meir, was even Benigaya to a Carmelist. Maybe he brings Patami because there was certain Cheskes Kashus more because there needs to be Yerushalayim, someone who deals with Kleish. Can't say. Okay. Zog to Gemara, Tan Rabbanon, we learned in Abraisa. Here's going to be a shtickle, a long Braisa, and then the Gemara is going to explain Pshat in this Braisa. Pischei Share Gino. You have the openings 
of a uh, garden. If there's a base uh, shar, a gateway, a little, a little uh, like a gateway house. A what? Well, how do they touch it there? A what? Gatehouse. A gatehouse, right at the opening. And that gatehouse is right at the entrance of the garden inside. So So if you can't stand outside and stick your hands in and open it with a key because you're standing outside in the Rosh Hashanah. So you have to go inside into that gatehouse. Now that gatehouse is covered, it's a Rosh Hashanah, and you can take the key and open it up. This is Pashat. I mean, the Mepharshim say the first chilek of this Braith says it, it is l'chayr no chidesh here. Mi bachutz, if you have a gatehouse that's outside of this garden, so it's a Rishusa Yachid, Peseach v'nayom mi bachutz, if you're, so then you're not standing in the Rishusa Rabbim, you're standing in this gatehouse, and you take the key and you open up the door. Mikan u mikan, if there's a gatehouse built on the inside and on the outside, so then you could stand in the gatehouse on the outside, you could stand in the gatehouse on the inside, and you can take out any key to open the lock. If you just have your garden, and there's a wall with a door, and there's no gatehouse, not inside, not outside, so then, so then you're not allowed to take down the key to open up the lock of the key of the house. So we're talking about over here, Rashi explains, what's the problem if you're standing on the inside of the gatehouse, of, of, the, of the garden, why can't you open it up? Why a student can't account? So Rashi says that these locks that we're talking about, that you're opening up, if you look at the second Rashi on the top of the Yom there, Share Gine, Stam Manuleyem Gvoyen Asara Rechoven Arba, The lock itself, the place where you stick the key into, was a place that was above the ground, 10 Tvachim, and it also had a width of 10 by, uh, 4 by 4, not exactly sure what kind of lock this is, that it has this width of 4x4 Tvachim, but this place where you stick the key in had a width of 4x4 Tvachim, and therefore the place where you're sticking the key in is Rosh Hashayachim. So therefore, the garden itself is a Carmelis. The outside the garden is Rosh Hashayachim. So either way, you're not allowed to stand there and stick your key into this, uh, into this place, into this manal. Why, they have a picture of it? Yeah. Huh? Okay, what kind of, let's see. Okay, what picture is it? And look at the picture. Let's take a look a second here. Uh, tough cough. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. So you see it was this uh, kind of key that they had. It was a very large, very pre- pretty large opening of a key over here. Okay. Kupanim. Okay, so it's four Tvachim by four Tvachim, this, this place that's made for the key. So whether you're standing on the inside, the Gina, the garden is a Carmelis. Whether you're standing outside, then it's a Rishus Arabim, you're not allowed to stick the key inside the, this place. Okay, Zok de weiter. And this is all according to Rab Meir. This is Chelek uh, de Braise. This was Rab Meir that was Geyser this. Okay. V'chein Chanuyos. The similar is also going to be with stores. Hapsuches Rishus Arabim that are open to a Rishus Arabim. Bizman shaman olamata If the place for the key is below ten tefachim, so then the place where you the key is, so if it's below ten tefachim, what Allah does it have? It's a carmelis, because it's not about, it's not high enough. Maybe mafteach merav shabbos. So if you want to keep your key there, where could you where could you keep your key there? Manicha beskupa. Keep it on the threshold 
The threshold is also a karmless. Usually when we talk about a threshold, it's an area that's right before the door that's above the Rosh Hashanah, but it's not ten tvachim tall. So it's a karmless. So the scoop is a karmless. And lamachar peseach v'noyel. You can take the key from your threshold, which is a karmelis, stick it into the lock, which is also a karmelis, because it's below ten tvachim. You can put it back into the, onto the threshold. If your threshold is above ten tvachim, maybe... Uh, the lock, the lock, sorry, is higher than ten tvachim. So then maybe maftech merev shabbos, umanichai b'manol. So then you're going to have to bring the key and you put it on top of the lock, like you have over there in the picture, there's a place, a surface, you can put it on top of the lock, you, put it, you have to put the key away over there, and you can't put it on the threshold, it's a karmelis, so you have to put it above, in a place where it's going to be a rishusayachit. Lomachar, then you come tomorrow, peseach v'noyil, you open up the, the lock, which is also a rishusayachit, umachziroi l'mekaymoi, and you put it back into its place. Devrei Rav Meir, this is Rav Meir's opinion. The Chachamim Maimrim, the Chachamim say, Af bizman shaman alamayla masarat fachim. Even if the key, the place, the lock, the key is above ten fachim and it's a Rishusa Yachid, maybe Mavteach Merev Shabbos, you could bring your key before Shabbos and where could you put it? Umanicha Beskupa. You could put it on the threshold, which is a Kamalus. And Lamachar Peseach Venoyal, you can take the key from the threshold, which is a Carmelis, and stick it into the lock, which is a Rishusa Yachid, and you can put the key back into its place on the threshold. Or you can put the key on the window that's above the door, above the opening. However, if you're putting it in the window and it has more than 4 by 4 tfachim, then also, then you're not going to allow to do that. Because then you're bringing the key from the threshold, which is a caramelist, and you're putting it down on the window, which is more than 4 by 4 tfachim, that's a Rishos HaYachim. If that ledge that you have by a window is less than 4 by 4 tfachim, what status does it have? It's a Mokim Ptur. So then you're allowed to put it there. But if it adds a 4 by 4 tfachim, so then it has a status of Rishos HaYachim, you're not allowed to put it there. Okay, this is the end of the B'raise. Now the main thing the Gemara is going to discuss over here is, there's a problem here with, with, with what the Rabbanan said in this B'raise. What did the Rabbanan say over here? You're allowed to bring your key by a store, and you, the, the lock is above ten tefachim. It's a rishus ayachit. You can put your key on the threshold, which is a karmelis, and you could open the door. How could you open the door? You're carrying your key from a karmelis to the lock, which is a rishus ayachit. That's what the Gemara is going to discuss. Zok the Gemara mid the kaomar v'chein chanuyos. Since it says over here v'chein chanuyos that the same likewise with stores, and it's comparing the case of the chanuyos to what it spoke about before, which was a garden. Miklal the beskupas karmelis askinon. Just like when you get to the garden, what's the status of a garden? A garden has a halacha like a karmelis. Nobody lives there, and it's a large area, a large open area has a halacha of a karmelis. So over here, when it talks about the skupa, it talks about the threshold that's by the stores. We're going to assume that it's also talking about a threshold that's not ten tefachim high, and it's a karmelis. So if so, high manol hechidami. The lock where you're sticking the key into, what are we talking about? If it's a lock that does not have a width, an opening of 4 by 4 tfachim, mokim peturu. So then this lock is a mokim petur. So therefore, what would be the problem 
It's, it's Pasha that you can take the key from the threshold and stick it into the uh, lock. Why did Rab Meir in the beginning of this Braisa say that if it's 10 Tvachim high, you're not allowed? What, in, the, in the ratio of the Braisa, what did it say? Rab Meir says you can't take the key from the threshold and stick it into the lock if it's more than 10 Tvachim high. But why? If the lock, which is 10 Tvachim high, is less than 4 by 4 Tvachim wide, it's a Mokim Ptur. So you can take something from a Karmelist Tamakim Tor. V is Be'ar Bo. And if we're talking about the lak, which is 10 Tvachim high, and it's also 4 by 4 Tvachim wide, Baha Leme Rabbanon. Regarding this, the Rabbanon will say, Af Bizman Shamano Lamaylam Yud, that even if the key, the, the lak, is higher than 10 Tvachim, maybe Maftech, Merev Shabbos, Manichebe, Skupa, you can put it down on the threshold, which is a Karmelist, and Lamachar, Peseach, Venoyelboy, and you can use the key to open it up, Skupa, and then you can put it back on the threshold, or you can put it on the, on the ledge of a window. How can you do this? You're carrying your key from the threshold, which is a Carmelist, and you're sticking it into the lock, which is a Rishusayachet. How are you allowed to do this? That's our Shail over here. What was the heter of the Rabbanon to use a key that's in a Carmelist and to stick it into the lock, which is a Rishusayachet? Because it's 10 Tvachim high and it's 4 Tvachim wide. And says the Gemara, Amarabaye, Lo'ilom, the Aim Boyar Bo. Really, what we're talking about over here is that the key, the place to, to the lock to put in the key, is not have a width of four by four tefachim. But the yesh boy lochok the actual door itself is thick enough, it's wide enough that you could engrave it and you could be mashlim it, you could complete it to that full measurement of four by four tefachim. And the argument is the following, and we had this a few times before. Even when you have a space that has a little bit of an opening, and it doesn't have the full opening of that width of 4x4, but because the door actually has that space that it could be opened more, so it's, we consider it as if it has that full opening. Because the actual keyhole, is not that wide, we're not mashlim, but we don't consider it as if it has this uh, opening. We had this halach of chayking lahashlim a few times, if you remember. One was benigayat to holes in the wall, in the Rishus HaYachid, or in the Rishus HaRabim. Do they have a picture for this? No, they don't have a picture for this. Okay. Huh? Over here they have a picture of the chayking lahashlim. Okay. We had it benigayat to mezuzah, when you have an opening of a doorway that's shaped like an arch, and it doesn't have the right height of ten tfachim. But the actual post, the doorpost, has that thickness. And you could engrave it, that it should be considered as if it has that width. So the same thing over here, when you have an opening, which is less than 4 by 4 tvachim, is it going to be considered a Rosh because it has the thickness, and it's as if it's engraved, and it has that width for Rosh Hashayachid. That's the Pshat of this Machlaik is here. Amrav Bevi Barabaye Shma Mino Maho Tlas. From this Braise, I see three things. I see here the opinion of Rab Meir of Hashlam. You have a keyhole that's less than four by four tfachim. It's as if it's engraved and it's opened the full space to make it to Rosh Hashanah. And another thing I see here, what we said before that Rab Meir holds that you're not allowed to open a door from Rosh Hashanah to a Carmelis that isn't just like there's an issue of standing in the Rosh Hashanah and using a key in the Rosh Hashanah or the vice versa. He says the same thing about a Carmelis. About a Carmelist, here we see that he doesn't hold to this. Why? Because what did it say here regarding the store? He could stand on the threshold of the store 
and he could stick his hands and open up the key and then put the key back on the threshold. The threshold is a Carmelis. The key where he's sticking in in the manol, in the lock, is a Yerushu Sayachet, and he doesn't have a problem with going from a Carmelis to a Yerushu Sayachet. We're not afraid that he's, going to put the, uh, that he's going to put the key down over there. So Rav Meyad Charot of that. Rav Shamet Mino Mid Rabbanon, and you also see from the Rabbanon over here that Isa led Rav Meyad, Rav Dimi, that is, that we hold of what Rav Dimi said. <clears throat> what did the Rabbanon say here in the Braise? That when you take the key, you take the key from the threshold, you could stick it into the lock. And then he says, but don't put it down on a window that's above the door if that window is 4x4 four four and it's a Rishus HaYachet. So in other words, you can't take it from a Carmelis and then you put it into the door, but then afterwards put it down onto this uh, window. So you see the same thing that Rav Dimi said. If you have an area that, that, that uh, a platform, a pole that's not four by four tfachim wide, this is a picture of Tovkov Tzadik Zayin. We have this many, many times. You have this area between the Rishus Yachid and the Rishus Rabbim. Mutter Levnei Rishus Rabbim Levnei Rishus Yachid Lekatafalov. The people of the Rishus Yachid and the Rishus Rabbim are allowed to use this to position their packages on it, but Ubulvat Shelo Yachlifu. People of the Rishus Rabbim are allowed to take their packages and put it on this area and then from there use it as a point to then transfer it over into the Rishus HaYachid. The same thing over here, what are the Chachamim saying? You can't take the key from the threshold which is a Carmelis and then put it into the lock which is a Mokim Ptur because it's not 4 by 4 Tfachim wide and then from there once it's in a Mokim Ptur use that as a transfer point to put it on the window which is a Rishus HaYachid. Not you have to put it back where you took it from, you can't put it on a window on top of the door. So we see like the same thing that Avdimi said. See the connection? Yeah? Okay. Let me see the picture you have over there.